0: Everyone has opinions. Most of them are trash. Join us each week as we get to the bottom of the heap, sifting through topics ranging from pop culture to pop tarts. In the end, only one trash talker will reign refuse supreme. Disagree? Too bad. Welcome to Your Opinion is Trash.
1: 2021 we made it we did it it's different it's it's different but it's really just more of the same (laughs) hopefully by the time this airs the government will still be working (laughs) yeah that would be great who knows though because you know that's what's happening in 2021
2: (laughs) how's everyone doing i'm i'm pretty good it's uh I'm I'm teaching from home again, so uh, it's given me an opportunity to pay attention to all of the plants that I'm killing in my house. (laughs) Uh, All right. (laughs) Well, I I just, I have a black thumb, I guess, when it comes to houseplants. Look at that thing. You can't see it on the podcast, but that is a sad plant. For (laughs) sad. That is a sad, look over there in the corner. You see that rubber tree? One leaf. Yeah. one leaf on the whole thing and that's fake <laughs> <laughs> that's how you really know it. it's and that, yeah that's not even real you see that grass that's plastic see it's that's the just... only thing that can live oh
1: so aj's here
2: <laughs> <laughs> house plan advice
1: hey buddy um claire you doing okay? okay doing good
0: doing well yeah i'm barricaded in my closet i'm not coming out yep till 2022 i guess or like ever i don't know <laughs> keith
3: i am healthy and not yeah. yet hung over oh so that's man good.
1: so we're starting we're, we're doing well we're yeah. starting on, in the plus column
2: it's looking up
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right um yeah so
2: it's we're gonna, time to discuss
1: we're gonna we're gonna talk about talk about something exciting a topic I'm pretty excited about. This week's episode is all about what is the best alien movie?
4: Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Outer space, I'm alien
3: really, noises. I'm really
1: excited.
3: It's a
4: good the alien. Truth
0: though. is out there. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: There's a lot of really good alien movies. There. Are- I have to say, I don't know if you guys have this experience, but sometimes I just like pick a pick a movie or pick a uh, you know breakfast cereal pick up thing, yeah. and then the morning that we're recording the podcast. I, like, shoot up with a great idea. <laughs> like, I woke up this morning and just shouted, CONTACT! Oh! <laughs> wow. Not my pick. Not my pick. No. Didn't even occur to me. <laughs> no. That movie... Did you ever read the
1: book Contact? I didn't. Okay. I'm just—I don't know why I asked it. I was just curious because, like, I liked that movie so much when, like, I was a child that I like was like, "Oh, I need to read this book." And then I read the book, contact, oh. and then I got very into Carl Sagan. Mm. <laughs> it's <was> very weird, <laughs> it was
0: a very weird thing for me. <laughs> uh, I but, just like remember Matthew McConaughey like oh. sunning in the very oh. large array. My God, he was a. Babe
1: and a half in that movie, and and yeah. uh, the lesser Busey, Jake Busey, is the crazy guy yep. in
2: that movie. The lesser Busey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I ever saw that. That's the one about Jodie Foster listening yeah. to shit.
1: She works. Oh, yeah, I mean, we can't. We don't have time to go in. But yeah, yeah, she, she, yeah, you need to watch it. It's a yeah, good, you got to watch it. It's a good movie. I don't want to give. I a wouldn't thing. say it's the best
2: alien movie since I picked a different one, <laughs>
0: but I would say it's up there. It's good.
2: There was a Broadway musical called Contact. Very and it's different. Had nothing to do with aliens. Right. Super different. It was dance. It was all dance. The yeah. One act of a three-act musical was we very good. We have a
1: strict no talking about theater policy, <laughs> right. except on the theater. It episode. weirdly
2: still did have the, the ghost of John Voight, though. It <laughs> did. Yes. You <laughs> couldn't deny it. Even the New York Times <laughs> said so.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So, alien movies. I have nothing to say about movies about aliens, because... It's a genre of movie, and it's, I think we're all very familiar with it. It's a it. movie
3: that is
2: about or, <laughs> or <laughs> involves
1: or aliens. aliens. So,
2: so it, could, a- it could take place on Earth, or it could hmm. take place in outer space. Mm-hmm. Sure, on sure. another planet? Sure. As long as the movie contains non-human characters. Is that what we're saying an alien is?
1: I mean... That's what you sort of decided with your movie <laughs> pick, and I just like kind of let it happen.
2: Okay. So like
0: dog movies are
1: okay. No, Is that no, what you're saying?
2: Not quite. <laughs> we'll say creatures. Can we just of... Claire
1: down a little bit. She's just we like. Extra. We'll say You're creatures. just very loud, Claire, and I don't want it like oh. messing with Matt's life because just this movie no. was very loud.
2: No creatures of this earth. I can earth. be softer. No,
1: you don't need to be softer. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the the It was blasting you throughout
0: yeah. the
2: house. Just oh, blasting. Aj
0: Aj and I were having a private talk before you arrived. Sure, you to be, be very loud, loud and heard the possible. streets. I
1: understand. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, an alien movie, I think, is pretty... It's a movie that features aliens. Mm-hmm. And they're usually, usually... When I think of an alien movie, they're trying to kill us. But oh. but, but that's just me.
3: That's just you talking. And, well, yes, so then, I, I, and it doesn't then
4: have to
1: To
0: qualify be. further, then that must mean there are also human... Characters. There
1: are usually, but it doesn't matter. I don't care, y'all. This is a very <laughs> loose and fly by the seat of her pants. Sort Was ET trying of to
2: kill Elliot at the beginning? Maybe. You know what? No, seen... but his,
0: pa- his parents were.
2: Oh, at, uh, right. I, I don't recall. I've seen ET e. one,
0: one time. I That's hated ET. Right, e. e.
2: We're at six minutes.
0: Well, <laughs> e. I
1: hated ET as a Just child. And a I never poem. watched it again.
2: So never everybody ever. picked ET then. <laughs> E.T. didn't know about 1-800-collect at the time.
0: All right.
4: could just
2: passed the charges <laughs> playing it. Talk about a soundtrack.
1: <PrincipalISTINCT> <Taliban> <laughs>
4: but
2: we won't. We won't talk but about we it.
4: Won't, we
1: won't. <laughs> We've already done that. Um, all right. So I'm going to go first. Because I believe my pick is the most obvious pick for any of us to have. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I think of an alien movie... I think of a tiny little independent film <laughs> from 1996. Oh, yeah. Directed... An independent film, An independent eh? film. An independent.
2: Yeah. I think I get it. Just directed, how independent is it?
4: <laughs> directed
1: by Roland Emmerich. Written by Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin. Starring... who? Oh boy. Let me go over what it's, what it's starring. Bill Pullman, Judd Hirsch, mm. Harvey Fierstein, mm. Robert Loja, that loon mm. Randy Quaid... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yes. Brett Spiner. Vivica A Fox. Local boy made good, Harry Connick Jr. There he is. Oh
2: yeah. Oh, that's right. He plays the other fighter pilot. Oh, my
1: god. Will Smith and oh. my main man Jeff Goldblum. Ooh. So obviously my pick is Independence Day. Mm. Yep. If I didn't pick Independence Day for an alien movie, it would be like me not picking Jurassic Park when we do, What's the best dinosaur movie?
3: <laughs> I did not see this coming. <laughs>
2: I did not see this coming at all.
0: Um, So far, I'm one for one.
2: Yeah, I I think I consciously avoided this pick out of assumption.
0: Yeah, no one was allowed to
1: pick it. It's mine. Um, My they had the Independence Day had like 37 taglines. It did, Mm. but my two favorite were
0: was Independence Day. Don't make plans for August um <laughs> oh. that is also oddly the tagline for 2021. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And then also <laughs>
1: Independence Day. We always believed we weren't alone on July fourth. We'll wish we were. It was like the longest dumbest tag half. But I love it. My God. So um yeah. A tag was... and a half. <laughs>
2: Funny. How about this? The founding fathers never meant to find this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> probably oh, one of them. Oh, you one. missed your
4: call. <laughs> yeah. 90 yeah. It's in the list. One of them. It's in the list.
1: Um, it was the highest grossing movie of 1996. It beat Twister, Mission Impossible, mm. and I'm so sorry, Claire, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe anything would be that award-winning film.
1: It broke all the opening weekend records that had been set by Jurassic Park two years earlier.
2: Uh, <laughs> right, I remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: If you can believe it, it was written in four weeks.
2: <laughs> oh my god! I would have sworn three. Yeah, <laughs> two and a half max. Wow.
1: Written in four weeks while Roland and Dean were on a vacay in Mexico. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they got the idea for the film while they were while they were literally like having fielding questions for while they were promoting their other film, Stargate and a reporter asked uh Emmerich oh,
2: James Spader, Yeah give yeah, it to so me it yeah, And
1: man. a reporter asked Emmerich why he made a film with content like that if he did not believe in aliens and Emmerich stated he was still fascinated by the idea of an alien arrival and further explained his response by asking the reporter to imagine what it would be like to wake up one morning and discover 15 mile wide spaceships were hovering over the world's largest cities and then Roland turned to Devlin and was like, "I think we have our next film." And then they went and fucking wrote it, and that's how Independence Day happened.
3: A month later. <laughs> that's
1: amazing. <laughs> and a month later, and a <laughs> lot of tequila in Mexico. Independence Day was the
0: thing they yeah. wanted to call and it. That screenplay was locked down. Oh they were God. like, "We're done. They Don't finished, touch they
1: it." They finished on a on a Friday. They mailed it on a Sunday, and it was received on Monday. And it had a deal, and it was greenlit on Monday. Damn. Like it was insane. Apparently. Um, It is now considered the significant turning point in the history of Hollywood blockbusters. It is in the forefront of large scale disaster films and sci-fi resurgence of the mid to late 1990s. I highly agree Mm. with that because when I think of disaster movies, I go Independence Day. And then I go Armageddon. (laughs) And then I'm like, yep. Deep impact. That's
2: what I do. So yeah. That's the list. And That's then to a far lesser degree, The Day After Tomorrow. Sure.
1: Twister, Day After yeah. Tomorrow. Like all sorts. Of-
2: 2012.
1: 2012. Remember
2: when Ooh, that was supposed
1: When John to Cusack came out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I gotta go. We got cows. <laughs> um, Twister
1: is my favorite film. Yeah, Twister is a really excellent movie. R.I.P. so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, it is also easily believed to be the movie that launched Will Smith into the, like, superstar stratosphere. Welcome to
2: Earth. Yes. Um, yeah. Was that? That well, was his,
1: like, first movie.
2: His first film.
0: Like, the first
1: actor, Six Degrees he- of
4: Separation. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, this but was, like, didn't his- he film it when he was still on Fresh Prince? Yes, but no? he wasn't a movie star yet. Right. Right. He was... Somebody told me that overlap, and I was like, "Oh my God, time doesn't make sense nope. anymore."
1: Yeah, nope. not even a little bit.
0: Um, Jada Pinkett
1: was offered the role that Vivica a. Fox had, but oh. she turned it down. Oh, um, and this was before they were married, so that I don't know what that would have done, but it would have done something. Just uh, she was of- like, "I don't
0: need it. I'll figure it out on my own."
1: Are you going to talk about how the kid who plays yeah <laughs> the kid who plays Vivica a. Fox's son Dylan in the movie is Nikki on Fresh, Fresh Prince? Prince. So oh there's overlap imagine, yeah. there. Um going back to Harry Connick Jr., of what course. a dream. Yeah, right. I mean, what a goddamn dream yeah. he is. Yeah. And his part is so tiny,
2: but he's so cute. And he's, he's like the goose of this movie. He dies, right? Yeah, he's In the Will, plane. he's
1: Will Smith's like BFF and, yeah. yeah, he dies with
2: uh he's like, goose.
1: But that was of a
2: Different movie.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Uh, he was from supposed, Greece 2? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. He's the goose from Greece 2 <laughs> He was supposed to be. Yeah.
1: Shut up. He was supposed to be played by Matthew Perry, Ooh. and Matthew Perry had to drop out for scheduling conflicts. Oh my!
2: Oh. I
4: know.
2: Hopefully, it was because he had to make that hilarious movie with Selma Hayek, which I watched.
4: Fools I was
2: going to make the same joke. Don't you talk bad about Fools so Russian? I Don't I say anything bad about Fools Russian. I saying it's a great film. If you happen to catch it while it's on. You, you watch the whole thing? Yeah. If you have TBS in the 90s. <laughs> you then. watched it every day. <laughs> exactly.
1: So Matthew Perry could oh, be in it, but so his good. father is still in the movie. His dad is a CIA, is like a, oh, a Secret Service person okay, in the movie. Yeah.
2: Matthew um, Perry's father?
1: Is an actor who plays his dad in Fool's Rush In. You idiot. I didn't <laughs> you know? know that. Yep. He also played a small part on Friends. Yep. He was oh. uh, Tate Donovan's dad. You'll be wearing that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we'll get to dinner you'll be wearing that. <laughs> Yes.
1: I like her. She looks smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Um anyway, back to this. Also, Matthew Broderick was offered the role the Jeff Goldblum role, oh. which for just a moment, everyone, let me tell Jeff Goldblum has always been my A number 1. But when I was a child, I also deeply loved Matthew Broderick right. because of Ferris Bueller. Right. Um mm-hmm. he was so I love in my brain that these two people were the only two people in line for this dumb role. But um, he had to pass for scheduling conflicts. But Roland Emmerich then put him in that really Godzilla. good movie Godzilla. Oh, yeah. and oh man, what man. a break!
2: Yo. I was gonna ask. So Godzilla came after. This. Oh yeah,
1: big time. Do you think they would have let him make any other movie after Godzilla? Okay. Like Independence Day? <laughs> no.
2: Absolutely not.
1: Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Um, um. Oh, what was I gonna? Oh, what is it? What is it? The um. Where'd it go? Oh, all the um. Everything is a model in this movie. Oh right. Like oh yeah. Everything that they blow up are like 112th scale models. Like mm-hmm. the, the White House scene that where it gets blown up mm-hmm. and that like mm-hmm. that like scene that was in every single trailer. They built mm-hmm. a one-twelfth size model of the White House and blew it up. And I yeah. think that's so cool. That's wonderful. And it's um it holds the record for most miniature model work to appear in one film, <laughs> <laughs> and due to the advances in digital technology, since the film's release, most experts believe it'll stand forever. Sure. It'll never no, be no, yeah. Do that shit again. Um, and the big alien aircraft was a model that was sixty-five feet wide. The one that's in like Area Fifty-One. Wow. Okay. Which is really great. Um, and, yeah, I don't need to go over the plot. It's great. <laughs> we all know what it is. The aliens come to alien, Earth, right? It's to, like we July don't, 4th. We don't need to go over the plot. We don't 20. need to go over the plot.
4: <laughs> and Bill
1: Pullman is the president. He gives the greatest presidential speech of all time. Uh, Will well, Smith it, and like Will Smith is the, the charismatic lead. And it's, you know, oh, this is good. Uh, they wrote the part of the president for Kevin Spacey. <laughs> and some executives said he didn't have any potential to be in this movie and they refused to cast
0: him (laughs) that's awesome
1: yes they were like no no he's not going to be we don't mm -mm, can't have him Um, not a big enough star no No, thank
0: you potential
1: (laughs) yeah which is funny because then he went on to play a president in House of Cards
2: he sure did
0: um, and that was also, I mean, I don't want to give him much airtime, but yeah. that was also like peak Kevin Spacey time.
2: Right. I, I, yeah. Maybe. Well, it, was like a was it was it the, mm-hmm. the, the, the usual suspect.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: yeah. Know. And then American so, Beauty
2: was around then, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, most of the dialogue between Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith was improvised. Love it. Most of the dialogue between Jeff Goldblum and Judd Hirsch improvised. Love it.
0: <laughs> oh, Judd Hirsch. What a dream, right? My God. Yeah. What a dream. John Hirsch
1: is also only 17 years older than Jeff Goldblum, and he plays his dad. Wow. Oh. He looks uh, 30 years he's older got, than him
0: yeah. easily. He's got Walter Matthau syndrome. He does, he does. Yeah. big time. Yeah. He was born old.
1: Yep. My other favorite, my one last little piece of nugget of information I'm going to share about why I love this movie is that on August 4th in 1996, the BBC radio broadcast a one-hour play called Independence Day UK that was written and produced as a spin-off depicting the alien invasion from a British perspective. Oh. What? what? Dean Devlin gave them permission to produce an original version on the condition that he did not reveal certain details of the movies and that the British were not depicted as saving the day. <laughs> <laughs> Independence, yeah, right. Independence Day UK was set up to be similar to the 1938 broadcast of The War of the Worlds and the first 20 minutes were live. We need to figure out how to get a copy of this yeah. and then yes. do it. <laughs> what year was that, Yes, though? 1996, the year it came out.
0: Wow. Also, how and why was it not called Independence Play? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, that's
0: good. So yeah, and
1: now I'm just going to read some of my favorite quotes, yeah. <laughs> um, which would be, <laughs> welcome to Earth. <laughs> that Oh, also while they were filming that part where he's like dragging the alien through like... I don't know the white sands of fucking New Mexico and he's just screaming apparently there are all these like tiny brine shrimp that die and sink to the bottom of these lakes that then all dry up from the sun so when he says and what is that smell when Will Smith is like so angry and like kicking the alien he that was a totally improvised line because it like smelled horrible wherever oh. they were and no one told him that that was going to be like
2: that. <laughs> I way, like Mr. Smith lots of dead shrimp. <laughs> lots
1: of dead shrimp. No he said Now No other thing that he says from there is like I could have been at a barbecue. Yeah. I love yep. that. Yep. Um, I like when um oh when they're on Air Force One and Judd Hirsch says um, all you need is love. John Lennon smart man shot in the back very sad. Like nobody knows who the fuck John Lennon is. <laughs> <laughs> it's breaking news. Here. It's like breaking Amazing. news. Um my brother's favorite <laughs> quote from this movie, which I sent him a video of earlier today while I was watching it, is when like this one random guy is like, is that glass bulletproof? And he's like, No, sir. Then they just start shooting the ante. At him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. Can the... I say my favorite quote? Of course. What do you want us to do?
4: Uh. <laughs> dude I that guess.
1: comes right before no.
2: that, oh with that alien is, that
1: was a creepy scene when we were young where that alien is uh, massaging true.
2: that man's vocal cords brent
1: spiner, brent spiner the one and data. only data yeah.
2: in order to make also, him speak. musical
1: theater fame he was in 1776 your favorite that's, musical that's right he
2: was i, yeah, <laughs> I, I have seen videos of that no. i watched i watched this movie i think
3: for the first time like on a on like a bus trip took <laughs> a lot of bus trips back in my day.
0: Oh yeah, that's so, actually yeah. when I saw Look, Keith was uh, always
2: signs in out
3: the, the prison first time. system. That's true. So. And that scene came and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, thank no, you. No, no, I don't like that.
0: <laughs> it was very
4: creepy. Yeah.
3: And I got real spooked on the bus, and oh. you know, on a bus, no one can hear you scream.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so true. Uh, <laughs> true. That's a that's very that's a solid tie this, this episode. Solid tie for this
1: episode. Very good.
2: Uh, <laughs> so i remember
3: being freaked out by that and like not being a fan of the movie and then i got older and saw it again i was like oh this is fun
1: yeah it's (laughs) super fun um i love it it's just i i watch it all the time it makes me it's it's and I, I, I love it so let's give su- some credence such a
2: good time to the alien itself it's a good alien yeah it's, well, yeah. it's like the, a like, it good alien it's like it has, it has outer a outer it's a bio exoskeleton yeah. bio exoskeleton yeah. and then it got him. and then it <laughs> yes. crawls out and it's real gross and yes. it's got the creepy little like baby inside
1: yeah
4: Whoa. it's, it's gr-
1: they're gr- they're good looking aliens they're gross the guy I can't remember his first name but his last name is Teutopolis because I remember that only because that is the name of Matthew Broderick's character in Godzilla <laughs> they used it um, but he's the guy <laughs> (laughs) your favorite film he's the guy who created the aliens and he came up with two and they were like we're gonna use them both we'll figure it out (laughs) so that's why they have like the exoskeleton and then the inside little alien so that's it Mm -hmm. my other favorite quote is the random dude uh, when they're at the end they're like in a prayer circle and some random guy is like I'm not Jewish and Judd Hirsch goes nobody's perfect
4: (laughs) (laughs) because he's like got the Torah
1: um, anyway, this movie is fucking awesome and a real good time. And we beat the aliens, and they made a sequel, and it's really bad. <laughs> so nobody watched it. Um, the they only- did. What's the sequel? Independence Day Resurgence. It came out like five years ago. Oh
2: my God, what? it's terrible. I didn't even see that.
1: Oh, it's extremely bad. I went to the movies and watched it by myself alone. Oh, in the no. Of the day. Um, it's Was very- there anyone
2: in it from the original?
1: Jeff Goldblum. Oh mm. no! Why and Bill Pullman? Why money, 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 money?
2: Oh, Got mouths to feed. At least Judd Hirsch had the good sense to say no. Thank oh, you. Oh
1: no, he isn't it. Oh
2: shit!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Robert Loja's dead, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, so I'm he's I'm not. Surely the first
0: one was like a blast to
2: make. I'm yeah, sorry. I
1: can't. In the second one, though, the Vivica oh, okay, A. Fox is also in the second one. Sorry, um, oh, wow. I forgot.
2: So everyone <laughs> but Will Smith.
1: Yes. Pretty much. Because
2: Randy Quaid's character is dead. Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. It's okay, yeah. Uh, Everyone
1: but Will Smith. Yeah. Okay, Every, yeah. wow. Um, but it's cool because they've learned the technology of the aliens, so Earth is like so much more futuristic and awesome. And I was like, that's cool! Why can't we get aliens and help us do that?
0: Anyway. Let's do that!
1: Yeah, it'd be great. I've taken up a lot of time. I love Independence Day. It is awesome.
2: Um, Yep. Moving on. It's, it, it's, not, a, it's not a terrible trash pick. It's, it's a not. Pretty it's good fucking era. great.
0: It is an yeah.
2: alien movie. It,
1: it, and it, it's America, which is what you fucking love. Yes, it is.
2: As a patriot and a lover of this great
4: democracy, which we will defend to We're
1: death. Still, we, it's still around. Um, <laughs> it's, still here. It's, it's,
2: it's, it's on shaky ground. But,
0: yeah. as, of, as, as of this taping.
1: As it,
2: it's on shaky ground, but it's still here. But I, I do agree that it does give you a sense of Patriotism, and you just you leave the theater walking out feeling like I want to kick some aliens' ass. Yeah, sure, big time. Um, all
1: right, AJ, you go next.
2: Very well. The second slot, always the worst slot, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> I will. I, I I accept it with a begrudging acceptance. That's the money slot. Um, that didn't sound good. The <laughs> money slot. You mean the nope, coin slot? It, oh, there it is. It. Oh, all right, now. <laughs> My pick was okay. I have to admit, I think when Natalie asked me, you know, what are you gonna do for alien film, I ignored it. I well, I think I I think I automatically thought of Independence Day. Sorry, hmm. but I also made the internal assumption that I was like, she's probably going with that because it features Jeff, Gold, Bloom. Gold Bloom. So I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like naturally. I need to pick something else. And then I was thinking about what makes a good alien film. And I honestly, I settled on the idea that I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to try and go in a different direction. I'm going to try and pick a funny alien film. Oh.
4: Oh. Because there,
2: there, there are, right? Now, the thing was is that... No, like, I think I have, know
4: where you're going. We
2: have to differentiate between... Or we don't have to differentiate, maybe the better argument, between alien and sci-fi, right? Because sci-fi, in my mind, is really anything that takes place um, having to do with outer space, having to do with time travel, intergalactic shit, alien. Sure, any
0: fiction that involves science. Right. I
2: think we could... I think... We could, or any fiction that involves science. I think that we could say that the umbrella of science fiction contains within it the smaller umbrella of alien films. So Yeah, yeah. It's
0: a self-contained Then
2: Right. So, I'll be honest. So, so my first thought was I was like, oh, like space balls. And... So, but then, uh, so I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, I was like, no, like, honestly, Spaceballs is really a parody of Star Wars, and to be honest, like, Spaceballs does not really feature many aliens, like, it has the Dink Dinks and Yogurt, Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, (laughs) and and, and Far Follow the Mog, but, uh, you know, so while it has, we'll say, alien characters, I was like, it it didn't strike me as strong enough to be, like, categorized alien films, So then, I I was going back through my lexicon of brain memories. Jesus Christ! And (laughs) I landed upon the 1998 classic.
1: Classic, y'all. It is a
2: classic. It's a cult classic. It is a cult classic. For the
1: cult classic episode. It is a cult
2: classic that has grown more cultish and more classic (laughs) in both respects over the years. And my pick is Galaxy Quest.
4: Oh!
0: oh <laughs> I thought you were going Mars Attacks the whole time!
2: No. Yeah, I also I know, I had attacks. a feeling, I, I also thought that you, I might have led you astray to think that. But I recall that Mars Attacks left me feeling like it should have been much funnier than it was. Came out in 1999. Yeah, you Why said not? 88? Oh. <laughs> no, I said 98. <laughs> you said 88. It was 99. 99.
0: <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. AJ, this pick might change our entire relationship because I love Galaxy Quest. It's a very good movie. Love it. Okay, well, here we go. Such
2: a good Finally, AJ says something that someone else likes. Yeah, no, it's a fun movie. So Galaxy Quest, you know, like a hell of, like, 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 oh, I (laughs) was one. I'm just teasing you. So (laughs) Galaxy Quest has a hell of a cast. Very much mm-hmm. like any yeah. good alien film, I think we can say. Even though I don't know Keith and Claire's picks, I would say any good alien film generally has a good ensemble cast. So this one has. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him last, <laughs> even though he's the lead. But yeah, okay, so yeah, enough with him. <laughs> but last it, man standing. Yeah, last <laughs> man standing. Fuck that, fuck that but it also. Ha- but it has Sigourney Weaver, who plays a, go a go. brilliant. Like, especially considering it's Sigourney Weaver of Alien. Which is what. Doing. I think that's why they cast. Yes, (laughs) right. So they cast, you know, a woman that is so iconically, you know, associated with an alien picture for this thing. Then you have Alan Rickman. (laughs) R.I.P. Oh, Oh, so sick. My grandfather's havoc. Yep. Alan Rickman in one of his. Orneryest oh, most, most curmudgeonly crum- most, most roles. Roles and I mean, He just
0: like looks into the mirror and goes, I played Richard the third. So
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good.
2: <laughs> so you've got so then, then you've got um, uh, Tony Shaloub.
4: Yeah. Um, on, so. who, yes.
2: and Tony Shaloub does in my mind, he plays two things very well. He does a lot of things, but his two best things is when Tony Shalhoub plays, like, a, like, very, very smart, frustrated intellectual, like he does on Mrs. Maisel. Yep. And when he plays an idiot.
0: 100%.
1: Like he
2: did in Wings and, like, he does in this movie. Because Tony Shalhoub plays a great idiot.
4: Yeah. But he's
0: and also he's, kind of both, because he is like the engineer he's the on the show. The yes. engineer is also kind
2: of like a very slow-thinking <laughs>
1: idiot. Yeah. I mean, he just, it's yeah. just everything sort of comes to him as it does
2: in that film. Yes. Like... He, he is, and never one, not one point in the film I would say is he ever flustered. No,
1: never. Yeah, he's
0: unflappable.
2: He's unflappable. unflappable. Yeah. He's unflappable. Is yeah. He
1: it great? also is he also plays an alien in Men in Black, which I also. Mm-hmm. He's also very good in that role. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Shaluba, you know. Uh, and Missy Pyle is his
2: chameleon character actor. Yeah. Yes. So Missy Pyle Sorry. is is ends up being his alien female his, his lady, love interest. Um, and and there's that scene where they kiss and like her tentacles come out, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and instead of being repulsed, he is erotically charged. Loves it. Loves yeah. it. He is erotically charged. And, it was um, like
0: pre this was like the beginning of Tentacle Porn.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, tentacle porn, yes. That's a that's a different Pretty episode. Sure. Best tentacle porn. <laughs> um, there's uh, Daryl Mitchell who plays the little boy, uh pine oh, who yep. is like the pilot of the thing, now grown yeah. up.
1: I
0: think it's just
1: IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> features,
2: it featured Justin Long. That
0: so, was like his first Sam,
2: movie. Yeah, it's yeah. like yes.
0: Sam Rockwell's like breakout role. Sam Rockwell.
1: I was getting there. No Sam bad, Rockwell. Sorry.
2: I was excited. There. Sam, Sam, Sam Rock- Rockwell, you know, character actor extraordinaire. Sam Rockwell, Academy Award winner. Is there
0: air? You don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the best. I can quote
0: every scene. I love it so much.
2: <laughs> and the best part is that Sam Rockwell plays. A it just a, an extra that happened to be on like yep. one episode, and his character's name is just Guy. He's Guy. <laughs> we find out at the very end of the film that his name is actually Guy Fleegman,
4: <laughs> but
2: yeah. the entire film he's just called Guy. So it was it's kind of. And there's the
0: scene where he's so afraid he's gonna he die because he's, he's the expendable, expendable. one who yep. doesn't have a name. Yep.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I also I also found while
0: miners not miners that's so good everything about it
2: I also Sorry. found while watching that um, I recognized Rain Wilson played as one of the aliens He's one
0: of the aliens Yeah
1: Yeah It must be
2: one of his first yeah. Major films. He often talks about how much he
1: loves being, how much he loved
2: making Galaxy Class. and then of course, and then Tim Allen. Well,
1: um,
0: and, and Enrico Colantoni. Oh yeah, yeah. Enrico
2: Colantoni yes, as the main he, alien. Yes, like, he's
0: and the, he's so good when he's oh, like dying. Oh, heartbreaking,
1: heartbreaking. You are our last hope. Oh, oh, yeah. Fucking Tim Allen. Fuck that. Dick.
2: And who who <laughs> plays? I guess so. Robin Sachs plays the general, the bad guy. I mean, you know, it, it's a it's mm. a good bad like. The the bad guy character is an alien of undetermined species, but they're genuinely you know fun and scary. There's the alien that they accidentally flip inside out and <laughs> then it explodes oh, when yeah, they're attempting yes. to beam it up. Yeah, that scene funny. is hilarious. I believe that's
0: Gorak. Yeah, yes. It's very funny. That scene is
2: hilarious. <laughs> and, and, and so I have so I what I recall when I was think when I finally land on this picture, I recall going, you know. I remember really liking that film, but I bet the critics hate it. Yo. I should I should look it up. And what? So to my surprise, I looked it up on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and it had like an eighty-nine percent or something. It's very well reviewed film. So yeah, I was like, That's I don't think, think
0: it's a cult classic. I think it's just a classic.
2: I, yeah, that movie is excellent. Okay, all right. God damn! I finally scored. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it may not be the winner, but at least it's not a terrible choice.
1: I don't think it's a terrible choice. It's not like in my idea it's more sci-fi of, of, what an, of what an alien movie is. It wouldn't... Mm. I, it's not like an
0: alien movie to Of make. course. But it's a movie with aliens, so
1: I'm not going to, like, not allow it.
4: Why yeah, not?
0: I remember my, my dad made my whole family go see it because he loved Star Trek. And sure. it's basically like a Star Trek send-up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought I was going to hate it, and I adored no, it. No, it. it's so
2: funny. The it's a really solidly yeah. written satire. It's very taut. It, it's, it's sad. Like under it has minutes. heart. Yeah, it has heart. And, 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 um... What's the last point I want to make? Um it's just good okay it's just good it's a good film go watch it oh i know the last point was that because it was 1999 Thank you. it definitely has that all i would call it is like just that like just on the edge of the 21st century cgi vibe yeah mm, totally, right yeah. you know like the, there are some special effects that you're like you look back at it and you're like this movie's 20 plus years old that's pretty good. Yeah. And then there are some effects that you're like, oh, oh that's it's very pre 9 11. I'm not lying. Everything's very either pre or post 9 11. Pre 9 11. Yes. Sorry to bring it down, everyone. It's
0: okay. You do it almost every episode.
2: So it's <laughs> that's awesome. true. If you're listening
0: to point. the show, it is shocking. Anyway, how if, awesome if you're
2: 9/11 listening, go watch Galaxy Quest because you probably haven't seen it in a while. It's and pretty it's a damn delight. Good. It's, it's a good an absolute
1: delight. It, it is a delight. Good job, AJ. Woo-hoo-hoo. Good Yay. job. Way to bring honor to the Allegra household. Finally,
3: <laughs> show his face around here again.
0: <laughs> hey, he can finally go out. Oh, I'm, pr- pr- I'm
1: proud of you, AJ. That was,
0: that was a solid choice. All right, Claire,
1: you ready to go? Okay, so <laughs> hold on to your butt, guys. Here we
0: go. I'm ready to interestingly, get. Interestingly, <laughs> I'm ready to get weird. Just, yeah, we'll go. Get ready. <laughs> Um I went a different route. Um,
3: no aliens.
0: <laughs> no aliens. Um I am doing my dinner with Andre. Um,
2: oh, what a brilliant choice! Wallace Shawn encounters an alien over one mysterious night.
0: I mean that's an excellent parody. That should be made. That's true. Um, true. You know, I I love a, a a comparison shop. You know, like a like a Deep Impact versus Armageddon. You yeah. mentioned that before. A volcano um, versus a Dante. A volcano, Peak. Dante's Peak.
2: A Capote versus a, the other a Capote. A
0: Truman. Truman. Baz R and J versus Sealed with a Kiss, the animated aquatic classic about star-crossed harp seals.
4: Ooh, wow!
2: that was, yeah. a, that was a deep dive yeah, that, for that one.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> But um, this podcast, I'd like to remind everyone, is not called Your Opinion is the Most Obvious Choice. It's this true. podcast is called Your Opinion is Trash. So I did not choose E.T., but instead I chose Here the go. 1988 piece, Here we piece, Mac and Me. My God. Yes.
3: It's yes. out of control tonight,
4: y'all.
0: Christine Ebersole. That's all I have to say. I've That's never not
4: seen
0: true. This I have lost. Yeah. Oh, AJ. <laughs> um. Then, frankly, friend, you have not lived. Because if if you think about it, and and Natalie was sort of making the counterpoint to this argument <laughs> earlier. Um, what are most What are most alien movies missing? Like when you think about it, what are they missing? That's right, inclusion. Kids in wheelchairs. <laughs> Kids in wheelchairs. But also, aliens, in, in Mac and Me, aliens are not a threat. They're not something that needs to be sent back somewhere. Sure. They are to be embraced. They're different, but that's not bad. This is the anti-xenophobic alien tale that we all need as my Americans. God. Um, we have to embrace the things that we don't understand in our common journey to the grave, y'all.
2: Oh, my God. I have, I have never even heard of this film. What? That's crazy. Truly.
0: It has two, I'm, two I'm solid, so solid features. I'm that laughing have, so much. I'm just <laughs>
2: laughing. Drink your beer. Mac and me. Yeah.
0: It has two solid features that have really like brought it back, <laughs> back into the zeitgeist. Uh, one, one, is one is Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd.
1: <laughs> okay,
3: that's what I was... If you weren't going to go there, I was going to mention Paul that. Rudd is
1: the reason everyone... Paul Rudd is not
0: in the movie. film. No. Uh, but he... He like, brought it into a bit on Conan where he's like, and I believe we have a clip, and it's the clip of the kid in the wheelchair flying off a cliff.
1: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You've seen
2: that, right? Yeah, that's Mac and me. That's Mac
3: and me. That is
0: from Mac and me. Every single time he's ever been on Conan, right? Like, also, also for AJ and literally everyone (laughs) on the planet who has not not seen Mac and me, (laughs) that is the first time in the movie the kid in the wheelchair dies. He dies two times.
4: Sure, sure.
0: Um, (laughs) uh, it also, it was recently brought back. It's on, it was on the Netflix reboot of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, excellent. So I highly recommend if you're going to watch this movie to watch the the (laughs) Riff. Excellent. Because it's amazing. There's a scene where all of the FBI agents are chasing the like really bad, a uh, alien puppet in a grocery store, and um, like Tom Servo is just going bathroom, bathroom. Anybody see a bathroom? And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I don't, I can't, I can't do it justice. Um. This film was produced by R.J. Lewis. This was his follow-up to The Karate Kid.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, swing and a miss. He,
0: he did The Karate Kid, and then he wanted to produce a film that benefited children with disabilities. This is all true. Can't all be winners. And Can't he, all be winners. God. And he threw he a, had, a wheelchair off of the cliff. <laughs> yes. And then later in the film, that same child shot. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, big time. But uh, Two he he had uh, gotten his start working for McDonald's. Oh uh, well, I will get to it. Um, but but he he was very familiar with the Ronald McDonald House, and so he made this movie entirely to benefit the Ronald McDonald House. Wow! They gave like six point four million dollars to the Ronald McDonald House. Wow! Which is cool.
3: Wonderful. Um, I
1: mean,
0: that's also since we're talking product placement, Coca Cola keeps these aliens alive. No, no, I. So it's not just McDonald's, it's also Coca-Cola, which is similar to another alien film you might remember. Um, But some differences between Mac and (laughs) E.T. Mac stands for mysterious alien creature, (laughs) not extraterrestrial. Uh, And they pretend like they didn't even realize it's the same as a Big Mac, but... (laughs)
4: Um,
3: It's a coincidence.
0: Yeah, uh, Mac and his family uh, get all dressed up in human clothes at the end, and they're all awarded U.S. citizenship in court, and then they drive away in a pink Cadillac. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, Mac can ride a bike.
4: <laughs> winner, winner.
0: Um, he can also stretch his limbs out like a sentient glob of gak, which yeah. I think is exquisite. Yeah. <laughs> Um, But the the real, uh, before or outside of Paul Rudd loving that child flying off the cliff, there in this film, and I don't know how to do it justice in description, but you must look this up. Uh, There is a four and a half minute explosion of bodacious, choreographed, late 80s dancing that erupts in a McDonald's. Yeah. The likes of which had not been seen since Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> wow. And R. McD is there, and he is dancing. <laughs> and, and Mac is wearing a teddy bear costume for some reason because they're like, he's just a toy. He's not an alien. <laughs> and when asked why this four and a half minute, highly choreographed musical number is in the movie, the producer said, well... Why not? I
4: mean,
2: and I
0: think we can all get behind that. Yeah, yeah and that
2: could E.T. have been that could have been the tagline for the film.
0: Well,
4: well why, why, not? why not? Why not?
0: Also, unlike E.T., there are, there are a lot of guns in this one. Uh, the main character Eric, who's in the wheelchair, gets killed by a stray bullet. <laughs> yeah. But Mac and his family use electricity to bring him back to life, so it's fine. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um,
2: yeah. Can I? Ask, Alan Sylvester did
0: the as, score.
2: Wait, can I ask a question? having not seen the film? How, yeah. What is the result of the boy going off of a glyph in a wheelchair? Ah.
0: So when he's trying to, like, find Mac, because Mac, uh, what happens is that Mac and his family are on their planet and they get sucked up into, like, a NASA probe. <laughs> uh, I think it's Mars, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Um, and then they come out and Mac gets, like, spit out of the NASA probe and somehow flies into a bag of groceries and ends up in Christine Ebersole's car, and then they take him home, and he doesn't know where he is, and he's this little like fat, sort of sea monkey-looking alien with a butthole mouth, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just like running around the house wreaking havoc, and they think it's the sun, because they think he's mad just in general about life, <laughs> and then he's like chasing Mac, and he ends up accidentally like on his wheelchair going down. Like uh, (laughs) a steep hill, and then he just goes flying off a cliff that is in their new neighborhood into like a river, and then Max saves his life and like goes and gets him and like brings him back to life with electricity.
2: Yep. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I appreciate knowing that. Now,
0: Now, I also want to say the dance break has no purpose and no stated reason. (laughs)
1: None. (laughs) It's just there for joy.
0: it's just there because, well, why not?
2: Was it Kenny Ortega? <laughs> it, was, it was probably Kenny Ortega. <laughs> it was probably Kenny Ortega. It was an
0: uncredited Kenny Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know why he uh, wouldn't want that credited to him. Oh my uh, exactly. god.
0: Exactly. I, I think here and now we can we can like. Mm, posthumous is the wrong word, but you know when you like get an honorary degree, we'll give yeah. this to Kenny. we'll honorarily I acknowledge yeah. Kenny or take Honorarily. <laughs> Definitely doing this. <laughs> um, so yeah, I highly recommend watching the MST3K uh, oh, yeah. riff on it. Yeah, it's, that seems great. It's exquisite. I also just put it together this morning that the only place I saw Mac and me as a kid was at my friend Jessica's house, and her dad owned like every McDonald's in Northwest Arkansas. Oh, wow. So so it it infiltrated the McDonald's (laughs) family. Yeah.
1: Do you want to know Uh, the tagline of Mac and Me? Do I? Out of this world and into your heart. (laughs) I mean, there it is.
2: Every time I try and teach kids what what antithesis is, I have them practice on movie (laughs) taglines.
4: What what is it called? (laughs) Out of this world and into your heart. Out of
2: this world and into your heart.
0: (laughs) That will serve them well in voiceover work. That's so
1: funny. <laughs> Excellent choice, Claire. My I God. I
0: couldn't be prouder of the trash Trashtobia. I gotta say. It's
2: amazing. I'm happy to know about this now. Yeah, I, I don't know how I missed it. I can't believe it, you
1: didn't know what this was. You all,
2: all three of you knew it instantly. I don't know how I missed it. And I'm going to definitely be watching it. It's it, it's absurd. probably not on anything, <laughs> but you can watch you the can Mystery watch Science mystery Theater. Mystery Science
1: Three Thousand. Watch it that way. Yeah, yeah don't watch the the it. Anymore. Okay,
2: that's the way I'm watching. Yeah. Watch it that yeah, way.
0: Yeah, watch, watch it on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, and, and and did I, I, did I did mention Netflix. Netflix. Christine Ebersole? <laughs> oh yeah, a dream.
1: I mean a dream. She's always a dream. Yeah. Rich,
3: Richie Rich, yeah. come on. Yes,
0: Richie
1: Rich,
4: my not fa- not other favorite alien. Oh Ebersole, I was thinking Very different, but also wonderful.
1: Excellent, wonderful.
3: Ebersole, all right. Yeah, she's in The
2: Wolf of Wall Street. Very tall.
1: She's also Wait. very tall. She was in no, black No, she isn't sheep. Richie Rich. No, he said birdcage. I bird said
2: birdcage. Oh. I fucked it
1: oh, uh, up. It's okay.
2: Matt,
3: take care of this too. I don't think it inaccuracies. Get him out
1: of here. Um. All right. Is it to me? It's Keithy.
3: Oh. Right, so now this, a word from our sponsors. Pop this fresh <laughs> one open. Oh
2: Goodness me.
3: Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. Mmm. Mm. So kind of- Bud Light Seltzer tastes bad, less filling. Mm. Oh.
2: Kind of tastes sad, doesn't
3: it? I mean, it's, you know, it's fine if you want that seltzer, but also maybe beer,
2: you know? So Bud Light Seltzer is like what is like the liquor that you get when someone said, hey, someone left a bunch of shit at this party. Does anyone want to take it home? <laughs> hey. And you're like, what is it? And like, Bud Light Seltzer. Okay. And that's what I can do. Not
0: afford. even Coors Light?
2: No. Yeah.
3: Okay, so um, all right, I thought I might be the underdog going into this. Uh, no, boy, were
4: you wrong, friend? Scenario,
3: but now I'm feeling <laughs> now that Mackinney's on the table. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling very confident. Um, I honestly thought I would be doing battle with maybe an alien. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Hul- so none of us picked Ridley Hilar- Hilariously Alien. enough, no one picked Alien or Aliens wow. or Alien Resurrection or Prometheus or okay, wow. anything like so that. the Alien's drinking
0: that. game is the drunkest, drunkest I've, I've ever been. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> The Aliens drinking game is the drunkest
2: I've ever. should do that. What is that? What do you drink? Uh, We don't have time.
0: I'll tell you. um, (laughs) What really gets you is you take a shot every time uh, one of the soldiers dies. Okay. And you have to, like, sip your beer every time somebody says Newt or Ripley. Mm -hmm. Sure. And there's a scene towards the end where Newt is in the, like, air shaft. Yeah. And it's just like cuts to like bill paxton dying and then it's like ripley, newt ripley newt ripley and then it cuts to like somebody else dying then and then it's like ripley, newt ripley and it happens for like the the last quarter of the film and then you forget the rest of your
2: life and you wake up yep. yeah you wake up the next day yep <laughs> so
3: i i am i'm feeling even more confident now because i thought i was gonna have to do battle with alien which this film and this character is the only character to do battle with the alien.
0: Oh my god. That alien, was a beautiful from
3: Alien. Yeah. What? Yeah. Bruh. Backstory. Following the release of Rocky IV in 1985, a joke circulated <laughs> in Hollywood that Rocky Balboa had run out of earthly opponents. He would have to fight That's an alien.
0: Title card in this section.
3: <laughs> he would have to fight an alien in the fifth film if it were to be made. Screenwriters Jim and John Thomas took the inspiration from the joke and wrote a screenplay based on that. The Thomas script, originally titled Hunter, centered around the idea of what it is to be hunted and featured a band of alien hunters of various species uh, seeking targets, which was eventually streamlined to one extraterrestrial, huntering the most dangerous species. Humans, specifically the most dangerous man, a combat soldier. That's right, boys and girls. <laughs> Stick around because we're talking about Predator. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yay, Predator. Wow. You know, I think I don't even think of Predator as an alien movie because it battled aliens, so I think of it as a different genre, but you're a hundred percent right.
4: It's, yes, it's an alien. And please, an alien. I
0: think of it as like a monster genre. Sure, sure, you're right. Aliens right. can be
1: monsters.
3: I will ask that you hold off all of your Jeffrey Jones jokes as I talk about <laughs> the Predator.
0: So I'll, I'll do them all at the end. <laughs> okay,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We forgot the Claire Love Jeffrey jokes. <laughs> real quick, real quick, and
3: and and full transparency here: Who has not seen Predator, like the original Predator? I have seen the original Predator. It has
2: been a long time. I remember seeing Alien vs. Predator, but also a long time ago. Because
3: whereas Natalie did not go through the plot, I'm going to go through the entire plot of (laughs)
2: Predator.
3: Major spoilers to follow. Like
2: any good book report, it should be mostly plot. (laughs)
3: A 1987 cinematic classic directed by John McTiernan of eventual diehard fame. My God. Opens with space, some spooky Sylvester scoring, and a ship releasing an object into the Earth's atmosphere. It's all the context we're afforded before we're introduced to our large leading man. No, not an alien. I'm talking about the Austrian oak. Yes. <laughs>
0: Wait, did you Vestry did the score because he oh, yeah. also did Mac and Me. My God. My God in heaven.
3: He was hot. He was hot. <laughs> I'm talking about Mr. Universe. I'm talking about Conan, the Running Man, the Terminator and the Governator. The one, the only, the Republican Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> a.k.a. Maria Shriver's husband. There it is. <laughs> Maria Shriver's former husband.
1: A.k.a. Chris Pratt's father-in-law.
3: <laughs> We first see Arnold in all his glory, lighting up a cigar in a very tight red shirt, (laughs) serious last action hero vibes, also directed
1: by McTiernan. Oh my god.
3: And he's he's arriving to Uh, his destination in, you guessed it, a chopper. (laughs) Arnold, Dutch, is the commander of an elite mercenary rescue team, we're not assassins. (laughs) And his mission is to locate and retrieve a foreign cabinet minister who's been kidnapped in a Central American jungle. Garden-variety mercenary shit.
4: <laughs> now, Predator
3: is billed as a science fiction action film.
2: I love All it. Right. I love it. But the larger m- umbrella.
3: But the movie tells you what it really is early on. As Dutch is <laughs> briefing uh, for the sham of a mission he's about to go on, we get the most absurd close-up in film history. <laughs> Arnold is reunited with his old friend and CIA operative, Carl Weathers, Dylan, you son of a bitch. And they clasp hands and flex for what feels like five to ten minutes.
0: They're still doing it.
3: Rippling, sweaty, clearly oiled biceps, ill-fitting garments. It's a work of art. Nola's own Carl Weathers yeah, is big very big. strong. Very. He beat Rocky, after all. I mean. <laughs> but he's no match he from for New Arnold.
0: New Orleans? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, big time.
3: Went to St. Aug. Boom, boom. Um, he's no match for Arnold, of course. He loses the very awkward arm wrestling contest. What's the matter? See, I got you pushing too many pencils.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's the from Dutchman.
3: <laughs> from there, they set off. I will not go into detail about the mission because it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. What does matter is the scene where we meet the team.
1: Oh, my God.
3: Whoever's idea it was, I assume McTiernan, to have massive men trapped in a cramped helicopter listening to Little Richard's long, tall Sally is a goddamn genius. Yeah,
1: give it to me. It's it just amazing. happens
3: to be, like, one of the massive human beings' favorite song. Bill Duke. Shane Black, two other guys, and Jesse the Body Ventura.
2: My God! Yes, that
3: means we have two future governors in this film. Wow. Two
2: governors in one helicopter, in one chopper. <laughs> in one chopper. Two governors, one chopper. <laughs> they make up the
1: mercenaries. That's how dumb our country is.
3: <laughs> they land. They find out the military was lying. Shocker! They find some mutilated bodies, and the hunt begins. Ooh. There's something waiting out there for us. Ooh and it ain't no man. We're all gonna die. <laughs> That's dialogue, people. <laughs> now, about 40 minutes in or so, we meet our title character. At this point, we don't know much about the Predator, which I like, personally.
1: I do too. Also, Predator is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, very scary. Horrifying. And okay. Predator in AVP is a pretty nice guy. <laughs> is he? He turns out to be pretty nice. Never watched that one.
3: <laughs> all we know is that he's, uh, well, he's watching you. Um, A whip-like sound effect appears every time we switch to his (laughs) point of view. He appears to be able to mimic human words and sounds. That's the scariest part of him. And lastly, (laughs) he will fuck you up. Note on casting. The original Predator was supposed to be Jean-Claude Van Damme.
1: Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) He's so little, though
3: he A constantly complained about the suit
1: oh what a bitch
3: and B he was 5'9 which isn't small for like normal humans but when Next compared to Arnold when compared to Arnold Carl Weathers and Jesse Ventura who are all 6'2 and up um it didn't work
1: you're both bigger than Jean-Claude Van
3: I'm excited I'm <laughs> <and> honored <laughs> So what do you do when you need someone to tower over 6-2 actors? You cast a 7-2 monster. Kevin Peter Hall replaces Jean-Claude and dunks on fucking everybody.
1: Amazing. Now,
3: whilst Predator is picking off a soldier at a time, I ain't got time to bleed.
1: Ooh, such a good quote.
3: (laughs) We get recon on him. He is seemingly invisible. He has dope neon blood, which was made out of uh, glow sticks.
1: Cool. That's cool.
3: If he bleeds, we can kill it. That's and cool. he won't attack an unarmed assailant. No sport. Which, that's nice. I think he has rules.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There's, a, there's a code of honor. Mm-hmm. That's, an, yeah. This he's was, very
3: sweet.
1: He's very sweet. Now,
3: fast forward because a lot of, you know, death happens. The squad's all gone. R.I.P. Dutch tells Anna, you know, the surviving gorilla insurgent captured early in the film. Obviously. To evacuate. Get to the chopper! <laughs> yeah, <there laughs> is. As he's running away from the Predator, he falls into a cold puddle of mud, thank God. Oh my God. And the Predator walks right past him. So now, we already know this from the heat vision that we've seen throughout the film, but now Dutch knows its heat vision is how he
2: tracks.
0: It's kind of like that scene in Wait Until Dark. Hmm.
2: I don't, (laughs) don't... Good reference, good reference about the blind woman. (laughs) Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Turning out the lights that and was, then she that has that the... for you, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that play. <laughs> that they made it into the film. Audrey Hepburn
3: gets the advantage because she turns out the lights.
0: Of course. Oh. And
2: then he opens He opens, he opens the, the refrigerator.
3: refrigerator. And he puts the towel in. Oh, yeah, we can go on. Um, so while Dutch is waiting and like figuring out what the crap to do, the Predator is collecting skulls. Now uh, we know these are his trophies. This yeah. is what he does for funsies. He just falls on a planet, kills everybody, and, you know, has a good time. Now Dutch sets up a series of traps to catch a predator, you might say. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> and, the, and Jeffrey the... Jones walks right into <laughs> it.
3: The predator gets right up on Arnold and like he's so close to stepping on the wire, but oh, oh, he realized it right before and then Arnold gives us the very impassioned delivery of, I'm here, kill me, do it now, do it. Do it now, do it, I'm here, kill me. But of course, alien knows that might be a ploy. Um, They continue to fight. Dutch disables his cloaking device. So now we're able to see him, and we now see the now visible beast. Arnold falls in the water, removing the camouflage. Bummer. This is the end, right? Mm -hmm. The Predator traps him. Uh, We think this is the end for Dutch. But the Predator is impressed by Dutch's ability to not die. So he acknowledges him as a worthy adversary. He up to fight one-on-one, hand-to-hand. He removes his weapons and his mask. Terrifying. You one ugly motherfucker.
1: <laughs> horrifying.
3: He lets out a horrifying, like, primal scream, and they proceed to fight. Predator gets the upper hand. He's fucking 7-2. But Arnold eventually outmaneuvers the alien, crushing the creature with a trap he set up earlier. <sighs> as he lies dying. Dutch asks, what the hell are you? The creature repeats this back to Dutch, then activates a self-destruct device. And begins creepily laughing.
1: Yeah, it's real. It's real Ooh, awful. As one yeah. of the mercenaries
3: did earlier. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's real awful. It's like this echoey, awful laugh. Arnold yeah. obviously takes off, ducks. He gets away. It was he,
0: beauty he killed, killed the beast. The beast.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's the laugh. Um, and he eventually
3: does get to the choppa. Yeah. So there's that.
1: Because there's so many more Predator movies. <laughs>
3: And that's a good point of why it's the best. Um,
1: uh, I recall talking about the awesome Independence Day 2 movie that they made. You did say 20 years, years later.
3: Uh, <laughs> the movie was meant to, you know, mix reviews from everybody who didn't like just really testosterone festivals.
4: Sure, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> But it's considered one of the most badass movies of all time. It's got all these crazy, jacked up dudes in it who, like, get fucking picked off one at a time, except for Arnold, of course. Tagline Soon the hunt will begin. Ooh. With, just, with just Arnold with yeah. that fucking gun and the, the, and the, and, yeah, the, the target it's so on him. Um, oh, Why else God. is good? Oh, it's, yeah. it's good because of the aforementioned badassery. Uh, Pioneer of the genre. The
2: what, what year did it come out? 87. 87. Yeah. What year did Alien come out? It was before Alien was like eighty
0: four or something. I think they, uh, I Mac think and Me
4: was eighty eight. <laughs> Alien is
1: very I think early. First Alien was like seventy nine. The first oh, Alien
2: wow. was okay. very early. Okay. Hold on, all right. Um,
3: costume design Stan Winston, um, who won four Academy Awards. Yeah, uh,
1: Alien
4: is seventy nine. Wow.
3: Um, he, Stan Winston had done um, Alien and, and Aliens, and he was on a flight back from wherever with James Cameron, and he mentioned that like mandibles. Could be cool oh. on, a, on an alien. That's why he has his crazy face. That's fucking disgusting and terrifying. I Don't hate
0: know. it. I hate it. What? Like it. That, that conversation sounds sense. very creepy. <laughs> yeah, you can just be like mandibles. What do you think about there,
2: mandibles? Huh?
0: Especially with fucking James Cameron Came casually
2: on a yeah on a charter flight. That guy's mandibles. Think about it, man.
3: They had um, practical effects again. The uh, the glow sticks I mentioned. That's they, awesome. They did like double takes for everything to get the uh, to get the invisible. Sure. Uh, effect. They had a, mm-hmm. a, a man in a red suit, like do all of the acting that Kevin Peter Hall had already done so they could like capture it out. Um, so like no CGI. And it's, you know, when you look at it now, it's like that could have been done better. But it's wonderful. The 87.
1: The 80s.
3: Um, launched a franchise. They continue to make Predator
1: movies. They made one in 2018. Yeah. Like, that was the last one they made. Very bad.
3: Shane Black, the nerdy, like comedic relief yeah. of the movie. He like does those movies now.
1: Oh. Yeah, he did the
3: latest one. And he did Iron Man 3.
1: Mm. <laughs> Iron Man 3 is better than Iron Man 2. <laughs> there you
3: go. Shane Black. Um, he just, he's right, the Shane. guy that makes a lot of uh, pussy jokes in this movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a few of those. And if you could not tell uh, from this recording, it's somewhat quotable.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's extremely quotable. So give that. that is uh, my story, and I'm sticking to it.
1: Yeah, does it really pass the best test or? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Little did you know, the predator is a lady. That's a thing.
3: That's <laughs> a thing. <laughs>
4: oh.
3: um, that was
2: actually a point I had. Is it? I had oh. no oh. Could be.
4: It's got, be. It's got long right? hair.
2: It's, yes. it's got long hair.
0: Alien's a lady.
2: Alien is a lady.
0: Well, yes, yeah, she's a lover. Yep. My God. <laughs> she's, a, oh, she's She's the most <laughs> intense kind of lady there is. Yeah. <laughs>
3: There is not a lot of female characters in <laughs> in Predator. To be
1: very fair. Not a lot of female. I, characters, I will say that
3: there is one, and she does not really speak. No, and However, she's very pretty. <laughs> oh yes. However, we can assume I think that the Predator is a woman, and therefore is a, is, a, is a badass.
1: Yeah, we can pretend it's a lady. Sure. Why not?
3: That's and I mean, that's why and that's why Arnold doesn't understand her at the end.
1: Correct. <laughs> what the hell are you? It's why nobody understands her in the
2: entire movie. So I'm so so I'm forgetting. Help me help me out here. Is his name Dutch or is he supposed like? His name. That's his name. His name is no, Dutch. He's Austrian. Dutch and Dylan. Right. Dutch
0: and Dylan are their names. Right.
2: right. You but, son but, of a bitch. <laughs> my favorite. Well, my favorite thing in every Arnold Schwarzenegger film. is... Is the obvious screenwriting tactic where they have to they have to explain why this man has an, has an, an, accent, yeah. an accent has this Austrian accent? <laughs> so I, I do remember
0: just, that being a plus content in both *Kindergarten Cop* and *Twins*. Sure. Where they
2: just like sneak <laughs> sure. in
0: why he's Austrian. Yeah, it,
2: like it's always a part of any one of his films that there's there is just like a casual, offhanded mention, like, "Oh, well, he's." Blah blah blah.
1: From wherever, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, these guys are all just in the
3: military, so they don't they so don't go into it. Yeah, you could come
1: from anywhere; go anywhere. it doesn't matter. No. No. Um what's the tagline of Predator again? Do you have it?
3: Soon, <laughs> the hunt will begin. Oh, there
1: it is. And again, <laughs>
3: I think it was actually very smart That's because leak tagline. Well, no one knew what the movie was, and it's I hap- don't know. I- it's
1: pretty terrifying. The movie's called Predator. We're talking about hunting things, and Not all it is has
3: is Arnold with a gun and like and a target on him. So, like, no one knew, like, this was going to be, like, man versus man, man versus beast, and yeah, then, I'm
1: like, man versus Predator was Jeff such a good movie the first time, like, the first time you ever watched Predator, it's really fun. <laughs> it's <laughs> <very>
3: <laughs> fun. I can't believe no one
1: picked Alien. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I called this, actually. We, uh, we, we hung that. out with some people on Friday night, and I said, no one's going to pick Alien. No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I figured no one would get Alien or E.T., no,
1: I didn't think about E.T., but I was like, maybe someone would pick Alien. Alien is such a good movie. Oh, it's super Also, sh- it has the best tagline of any movie that has ever been created, ever. Agreed. Because in, in space, space, no one, one can hear you scream. scream. Oh, is, is that it? It's absolutely that- terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I watched all the Alien movies over quarantine, and um, they Including ate... Prometheus? Oh, yeah. I watched oh. all of them. Oh. They really hold up, y'all. Hmm? The first oh, two yeah. Alien yeah. movies are
0: very good.
3: Yeah, we probably should have picked one of those.
1: Whatever.
0: <laughs> Independence Day. Well,
1: I, did, uh, you know, I
0: regret nothing. I picked...
1: <laughs> oh, I no. No, I no. Part. No, I regret nothing.
2: Galaxy Quest.
1: Uh, they're great. I'm I sur- like all of the movies that were picked
4: today. I did have a
3: friend reach out to me and say that someone should give Event Horizon some love. Oh. Which I don't know. I mean, it, there's no aliens in it, I don't think. Event Horizon is... Sam Neil. Oh, it's, oh yeah. the movie super scary. I don't even remember Creepy. that. And Lawrence kind remembers seeing that. The movie's rough. It's a oh, hard watch.
0: Yeah, I kind of remember that movie. Well,
1: it has something like.
3: There's there's a there's an entity.
1: There's an entity,
3: but it's like yeah, it's like basically taken over command of the ship, and like it makes you see things you don't want to see.
1: Oh, I thought that, is that was scary. like a meteor super movie. Scary. That maybe, maybe I'm, I'm thinking the wrong thing. thing. Patrick, that's a good movie. Good yeah. job. <laughs>
3: I'll tell him to listen.
1: <laughs> who else is in it? Would the Thing? Lawrence Fishburne's in that movie, too. Yeah, yeah. That
2: movie's good. Okay. Would The Thing count as an alien movie?
1: Fuck yeah, The Thing is an alien yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, right,
2: well, that would be another good one.
1: <laughs> Kurt Russell? Yeah, The right. Thing? Yeah. Absolutely. Right.
3: You have to make I sure mean... you listen to the end when we talk about the actual good alien movies. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> now we're just talking about like what really good alien <laughs> movies are, and these are that, and we didn't pick any of them, and who
0: cares?
3: But I, I did well, a... I, I totally Any don't.
0: of them that have a main character, a Spina bifida, but whatever, whatever,
4: whatever. <laughs> I, I
3: mean, just, I kind of wrote down Predator and I was like, yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah.
0: Predators? <laughs> I love Predator. Choice.
1: <laughs> I'm going to like go home and probably watch Predator now because it's fun. Yeah. I've seen all, I've seen, I have never seen the like the Alien versus Predator mm-hmm. movies, but I saw like. You're not missing. No, I know I'm not. But I watched that, I watched that 2018 one very bad. And I watched that one that adrian brody is
0: in yep very bad so bad would watch it again though a million times don't care hey do you you remember that adrian brody diet coke commercial where adrian brody was like all sexy that was fun um i mean i think adrian brody's sexy every day
1: but (laughs) i do too but
0: no i didn't know that diet coke felt the same way and then he showed up (laughs) in the diet coke commercial and i was like oh okay
1: (laughs) all right so that oh, was this. It's a good we did time. It. This was great. Oh, we came
3: back strong, I and think.
1: I think it's great. I, love I it. mean, the Avengers are Christine trash. Yeah, you know, these are all wrong. We'll get a lot of blowback on this,
0: <laughs> but I don't give a shit. Uh,
2: our Bangladeshi audience <laughs> will be very, I don't, Turkey I will don't
1: be don't very disappointed. I don't know what
0: they could possibly say about our choices. No, I great. say this for all of
1: us, I mean, not just me. Yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty all on brand for us, if that's anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, well, this has been great hope We make it to another week in 2021, and yeah, we'll see everyone later.
2: We come in peace,
1: we do most of the time. Right.
0: The truth is out there. <laughs> turn around, turn around, turn around, turn
1: around. I don't like this. Your opinion is trash is produced by no one edited by matt jackson with graphic design from matt phelan and original music by Kay the beast please subscribe like and rate us on all podcast platforms and join our patreon for more nonsense thank you for listening we'll see you next week